to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Master the art of manifestation. Welcome to Wishes Fulfilled with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. Wishes Fulfilled with Dr. Wayne Dyer, and the good news is Dr. Dyer is back. He is live today after a whirlwind tour. I mean, he's been everywhere. He was just on a cruise. He was over in Italy with a bunch of Hay House listeners and uh, Hay House fans, and um, he's been everywhere. It's been kind of, you know, that Where's Waldo game? You know, it's kind of like, Where's Wayne? You know, where is he this week? Uh, You were also in London and Scotland for those events, too? You were there, right? I was. Yeah. In, in See, I don't Washington, even know. <laughs> You've been in everywhere. Washington, D.C. And uh, then Glasgow, which was wonderful, and uh, London, and then uh, I went to, to Rome, and then Istanbul, and Ephesus, and uh, Athens, and Naples. So we're getting uh, people calling in. I'm sure the word will spread that Wayne, Wayne is back live. And then Wayne we'll is back, alive. I think <laughs> I'm alive. alive. <laughs> Let me look and see. Yes. Let me look. I think so, yes. But we've got mm. some good callers here we can get started with and okay. see what's going on out there in the world. So uh, let's go, go to Lois. She's been really patient, waiting on line three, calling from California. And Lois, Hi. welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Hello. Thank you very much for taking my call. Um, Hi, Lois. Hi there, um, Dr. Dyer. I... Um, I phoned you, uh, I've talked to you before, it was about almost a year ago, and mm-hmm. uh, I had um, my, well, four, almost four years ago, my son was killed by his father, and I don't Oh, know I remember you, yes, mm-hmm. And you sent me um, the Shift uh, movie right. uh, as a gift, and I wanted to first thank you for that, uh, because um, you... <laughs> And I have a few things I want to touch on. It's kind of funny that um, I would be talking to you again today. But um, when after I read the book, I mean, I watched the movie. It, you know, I could relate to a lot of it, and I was so happy that you would put that out so other people could see it. And I took it, and I um, told my dad, who doesn't usually watch anything but CNN and <laughs> that sort of thing. He's eighty-three. I mm-hmm. said, "You'd like to watch this, Dad." And I said, I really enjoyed it. And he did. And he really enjoyed it. And what he did after watching that, I wanted you to know, is that he went and took a little equity loan out, and he gave my family, um, my myself, my sister, my daughter, my nephews, my grandson, um, some money to help us out. And he would have never really, I think, done anything like that had he not been touched by your movie. Oh, my God, you can't even Thank imagine how, how good that makes me feel to hear you say that. Well, Thank that's you why for I'm that. I'm so happy to be talking to you because mm. I, have, I'm, I'm, I, I want to get a lot in and I want to give other people a chance to talk. Right. So um, I just came home from a, um, a retreat. Uh, I live here in Cardiff, and so I go to the, um, the uh, gardens here, and I think of you all the time now because I heard you went there. You spoke of going there, and... I was With Paramahansa uh, Yogananda, the, the gardens yeah, from the, right, yeah, the, yeah, the, the gardens. And, oh, my um, goodness, yeah. But I just got back from a retreat out in um, Escondido for four days, we, a mindfulness meditation retreat. And mm-hmm. um, 
I've gone, this was like my fourth one. These are things that I've been led to since my son's death. Um, you know, these are things I would never have in my life without my son passing like he did. I know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to look for the gift. <laughs> and um, you were in my life before. And But wait, back to the, okay, back to this morning. <laughs> Coming home from my retreat, I was like, oh, nothing. I didn't feel anything really special like from my son or like a sign. Um, there were a couple, but this morning when I went out to take a walk, um, I'm going to tell a story about a butterfly because of your story of a butterfly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was putting some wood on a pile, and I came upon this um, butterfly in a bucket, and um, it was a beautiful butterfly, and um, I had been thinking, I'd really like to take a picture of a butterfly someday because I like to go out and take pictures. Well, I tried shaking it out of the bucket, and it wouldn't come out, and I put my hand in, and the butterfly climbed on my fingers, um, uh, and I, I had my camera, and so I started taking pictures of it. Well, the butterfly got on my finger, got on my palm, was very happy to be with me, wouldn't go on, a, you know, get off of my hand. I didn't want to brush him off, so I went to a bougainvillea. He didn't want to get off on that one. I walked down the street. There was a beautiful hibiscus, and sure enough, since I'm from Hawaii, he would get on the hibiscus, but I just... I wanted to share that moment with the butterfly with you. It sounds like it was your son. I think so. <laughs> I, I look for those signs. I have a list. But, um, Especially with butterflies, because butterflies yes. are the symbol, symbols of transformation. You know, I mean, the, that yes. butterfly was once just a crawling little thing on the ground. And um, what, what some people call death, the, the caterpillar calls uh, life, the butterfly. You know? Well, that's what I, I do try to feel him. You know, I have him in my heart. And mm. he was a, a wonderful, you know, his energy. I'm finding he was a bodhisattva. He, mm. he was a warrior. <laughs> um, yeah. He had more mindfulness than I ever knew, you know. Um, mm. And I'm trying to, he's now my teacher. But Yes. Um, so I was just uh, blessed by that. And even to call you today, I, I, when I talked to you the last time, I initially called to talk to the man John Holland before you. Sure. Because I was going to test him. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, today I did the same thing. And I'm like, well, if I don't get through to him, maybe I'll get through to Wayne again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sure enough, here we are again. And um, I just want, I want to touch on also um, the You Can Heal Your Life book and Louise's mm-hmm. birthday today. Today is um, her birthday. She's 86 yes. today. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a connection with that, Louise, as well, that she, you know, it's the, our inter- interconnectedness is amazing. Um, before my son passed away, he had been ill for the past year, and then he, um, on the day of my grandson's birth, he was blinded in one eye, and um, so he was and he facing many challenges. And um, Lu- Louise's um, one of her secretaries, Jackie, phoned me at a bakery I was working at here in San Diego, and ordered Louise's birthday cake um, for her 81st birthday. Mm-hmm. And on our conversation, we spoke of my son and his health, and I was saying how I had been meaning to get her book again, which I had read like 20 years before, to try to see if I could find things in there to help Chris. And mm-hmm. um, she, I, you know, after I spoke with her, we had a very nice conversation. I rushed right out and bought the book, you know, like, I have to go get it now. And when I got to work the next morning, she had given me a good gift package of thanks with a DVD. Um, the book and a calendar. So now I had two books. 
Oh, isn't that wonderful? And we're going to send you the uh, my greatest teacher today as well. Oh, thank you. Uh, we Do have to I move on, Lois. Okay, okay. Yeah, one okay. less than a minute. Go ahead. Fi- no, no, finale. no. Uh, please, please. Um, but thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thanks for your call. And I love your butterfly story. And I, that that sounds like your son's name was Chris. Is that right? My son's name was Chris, and he, yeah. he died in Hawaii and uh, was very well loved there. Hmm. And I love yeah. Hawaii so much. But um, I hope to get back there someday. But now it's Chris, Chris is, is short for Christ, so that's uh, you know that's like the divine being. That was a, that was a great thing today. Thank you so much. I love thank your call. God bless you. you. We're going to send much. that off to you. Leave your address, dear. We'll send that to you. All right, my greatest teacher. You. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. You're welcome. And we can uh, grab a few more people today. Let's go to Mike. See what's happening in New York. He's on line five. Hi, how you doing, Doctor Dyer? How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, last year, you actually helped me out. I mean, you know, I was uh, emotionally really down. I had called up. I had some trouble with the law. And, uh, you know, you had just walked me through everything, and I just want to thank you also. Uh, How are you doing now? Excellent, excellent. I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Good. You know, everything worked out, just like you said. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing my informations. And, you know, everything worked out really well. I just wanted to say thank you. And, uh, oh. you know, I mean... <clears throat> Since I got through, also not to take up too much of your time, um, I, I still haven't reached my uh, my goals, uh, you know, in, in, in my current business, and I don't know what it is that I'm doing wrong. I don't know if it's a lack of action or if I'm in the wrong business. If uh, you know, if, you know, I don't perhaps meditate enough. I'm not sure what it is that I'm doing wrong. And you're not doing anything wrong. There's no there's no such thing as doing things wrong. But your problem is that you're you're setting goals instead of just uh, you know whatever your business is. It's out there to help. It's it's to help other people in some way to serve in some other way. Keep your focus on that, on just on serving and enjoying and and being happy to be an entrepreneur and and having your own thing going. Just continuously be in a state of gratitude and love and acceptance for all of that and. And and remind yourself the last five minutes before you go to sleep every night. You know, I am in a perfect business. I am uh, abundant. I am uh, I'm connected to God. I am attracting all things that are necessary in my life. Say that instead of what am I doing wrong? Or what's wrong? because when you say what am I doing wrong, you attract wrong energy. You attract the, the a negativity into your life. You know, you're not doing a thing wrong, other than setting goals. I, I I don't believe very much in those goals. I think the important thing to do is. Live as fully as you possibly can in the present moment, and be in a state of gratitude for the for the uh, the divinity uh, that resides within your body, and and say thank you for it. Well, okay, my friend. Much. Thank you. So You're much. very welcome. You We're going to send you my greatest teacher. We're going to send you a copy of that today. So leave your address. That's thank uh, you. the God story of you, yeah of how I thank found you. my father and forgiveness. God bless you, my friend. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. And let's go to Rula, and she's calling from Chicago. She's on line one. What's the name? Rula, R-U-L-A. R- Rula, okay. Rula, yes. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hi. Hi, Dr. Dyer. How are you? Where is Rula? What is that kind of a name is that? It's Greek. Greek. Oh, I was just in Greece. Yes, I know. You had a nice time, I, I hope. I love Greece. Yes, I, okay. um, yeah, that's, uh, I've been at the Parthenon, I think, now, um, Probably four or five times I ran the Greek Marathon. Um, oh, wonderful! I, I gave lectures over there in Glyfada with Deepak Chopra. Um, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Greece, and um, yeah, it, but it's just—it's just so amazing to be there. It's, like, it's again this whole thing about time. I really felt that uh, I was 
I was sitting on the same rocks that Socrates was talking to Plato on and that Plato was talking to Aristotle on and that Alexander the Great was talking to, you know, Aristotle. I mean, it was, I, it's, it's such a, uh, it's such a beautiful place to be, yeah. It is, yeah, it's amazing. Do you, um, have you, uh, and do you use Windex on everything you do? <laughs> my, my dad does, yes. <laughs> does he? <laughs> That's from my big fat Greek wedding, in case people yeah. don't know what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> What's on your mind, Rula? I just, um, I wanted to thank you for the first call. It really resonated with me in terms of the judgment. Um, oh, good, I, good. Um, in terms of what you were saying, I, I, I'm always in a flow of gratitude and a flow of abundance. But there are times mm. when those judgments set in and then fear comes up. And mm -hmm. to address those on a regular basis to... You know, because you get a lot of negative comments from people, regardless of whatever you do, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get back to that flow and that gratitude. And what is it that, you know, I've, I've read your books, I've, I've read others' books, and I, I use what I've learned. But it's hard at the moment. You get lost, and then you get down, and then you have, you know, periods of sadness or et cetera. And it really throws you off your path. But maybe that's part of the path is to learn from those. That it you, is. To, to yeah. yeah. I have an I have a kind of a rule in my life. I've been practicing it a lot lately with whoever I talk to. Okay. Um, that before I speak, um, especially with people that I may have had conflicts with or difficulties with or whatever in family and you know friends and relationships and all of that, that um, before I say anything, no matter what what is going on inside of my head. That um, before I let the words come out, um, I say to myself, if it, uh, if if it, if it isn't going to, if what if what I'm about to say in response to somebody else's negativity or whatever it might be, if what I'm about to say doesn't inform them, and doesn't inspire them, and isn't going to offer support for them, and isn't going to bring laughter, uh, then don't say it. So. Those are the, the, those are the rules. Those are the four rules. It's uh, as I speak to others, um, my, my the words that come out of my mouth must either inform, inspire, offer support, or in some way bring laughter, bring humor. Uh, if it's judgmental, if it's anger, if it's revenge, if it's explain yourself to me, if it's uh, I'm right and you're not, uh, it's if it's you don't understand me, if it's going to make the person feel. Un, un, unhappy or depressed or sad or hurt or whatever, then instead of in, instead of doing that, just say nothing until you can think of something to say that will either inform them, help them to understand something, inspire them to become greater than than they have been in the past, to support them in some way, or to help them to just laugh a bit and just you know be, if you can keep those four things in mind. Um, you can just about end, you know, all all, uh, all all of the struggles and the and the conflicts that we have uh, in all of our relationships in life. You know, I, just keep I, your mouth shut until you're about until you and, and then ask yourself, is what I'm about to say is it going to do one of those things? If it's not, I'll just keep quiet. And I do that. I am of service to all, no matter what I am doing, you know, work wise. Mm -hmm. um, it's the comments I get from others, and that brings mm -hmm. me down um, because. Um, you know, everything. Let me, I, let, let, let me, let me, I don't like to correct people in the, but, but that's okay. the purpose of the radio show. Sure. But th the comments that you get from others can never bring you down. Mm. 
Now, you you got to really be able to say this to yourself. The comments from others, you just said this, the comments from others, they bring me down. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt had a wonderful line. She said, no one can make a fool of you without your consent. So so that if somebody says something and you are down as a result of what they've said, I'm not saying that that can't happen, but that you can't put the responsibility for it on what they said. Where the responsibility goes is on how you have chosen to process what they have said. And if you choose to process it in a way that makes you upset, basically what you're saying then to them is what you think of me is more important than what I think of myself. And if only you weren't thinking the way you are thinking about me right now, then I wouldn't have to be unhappy. And that's giving all of your power away. So that when you find yourself, when people are critical of you and so on, I've given this example um, in the past, um, when, um, you know, I, I was the one who married Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. They asked me to mm-hmm. officiate at their wedding, so I, I married them. And I recently gave a, a copy of um, of my film to a woman uh, that lives over here in Maui. And as she was, uh, you know, and I, I said, and, and Portia de Rossi is in it. And I said, Portia's, uh, Portia and Ellen, they're friends of mine. And, uh, and I was blessed to be able to marry them. And she looked at me and she said, and you're all right with that? That was her tone, you know. It's like, uh, and there was a time when I would have reacted with a rant and being hurt and being upset and, and giving a lecture of some kind or just walking away, you know. And instead, and this is, this is what divine love is like. This is what I'm going to be speaking about here in Maui in January. I'm doing a whole weekend on this, this concept of divine love. Divine love is a love that doesn't change and it never varies. And it doesn't make any difference what somebody else presents to, to you when you're living from divine love. All you have to give away is what's inside. And what, if what's inside is just love for everyone, divine love, which doesn't change and doesn't vary, if that's what you have inside of you, nothing that anyone ever says can ever get to you. That's the place you want to work toward. Sorry, but there's another rant I just gave. <laughs> no, thank you very much. It, it yeah. clarified. It really helped me understand in it better. So thank you. Yeah. No, you're so welcome, Rula. And <laughs> the party still. <laughs> Listen, we just I have just a few more minutes left here, but I want to send you a copy of uh, My Greatest Teacher. I don't know if you've seen that yet. It's the film. No, I uh, haven't. About how I found my father and was able, and it's uh, you know, and that key thing. Remember that before you say anything. It's like, if it's not going to inform, inspire, offer support, or bring laughter, then I'll just say something that will do one of those things and mm-hmm. be independent. And you'd be surprised how quickly you can turn the people that, who say things that you find offensive that hurt you and are sad. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how quickly you can turn that around when you, um, when you decide that my response to them is going to be one to inspire them. When the woman said that to me, I just sort of reached out, put my arm around her and said, you know, I'm all right with everything. I'm just all right with everything. And uh, so it's okay. And I didn't have a moment. All I did was think this is a really good example. And, and I've used it several times. Great. Well, thank you very much. That's very helpful. Yeah. Thank you, sweetheart. God bless you. you Leave your address. I will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And just to let the listeners know, if they're interested in that workshop, you know, there might still be some seats available. And it's the 26th and 27th of January in Maui at the Weston right. Maui Resort. So you might Right, and we're also going to do, uh, do whale watching on that one as well. Everyone goes on a whale watch, which is always wonderful. 
Yeah, what an it's incredible weekend. Love. Divine love. And this is all new. It's going to be on divine love. I'm really putting a, I'm putting a lot of thought into it because I, I lectured a bit about it on the ship. So. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be great. Yeah, putting it together with the great teacher from Bulgaria, Peter Dunoff, uh, teaching me about uh, what divine love really is. I think we have time for one more. You want to okay. go for it? Sure. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, let's go to Kathleen on line six. And she's calling from Denver, Colorado. And we just have a couple of minutes, but welcome to the show, Kathleen. Thank you. I know it's getting near the end. Hello, Dr. Dyer. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing well, thank you. I, we've spoken before, but I know we don't have a lot of time. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I was at the uh, the taping in Escondido. Oh, for, for the for the uh, for, PBS. for the PBS. PBS special, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really quickly wanted to, I have a question, but I wanted to spit this out because it was just really uncanny. I went with a friend um, who is a fundamentalist Christian, uh, mm-hmm. but she's, she's the rational type. She doesn't judge mm-hmm. other people who don't believe the way she does, but right. she, was, she was bristling about the idea that you are God. Right. Know, because God is something outside, and she believes in the indwelling mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit instead. And then um, some months later, we were waiting for the thing to come out to see, you know, if we, if we were in it, <laughs> if the mm-hmm. camera found our faces and so forth. And, and um, just before that, a friend and I were talking about a relationship, and my friend had said to me, well, you are love. You are love. And it just kind of, you know, it, it struck me. It just didn't sound like mm. something that I would ever think. And mm. so... Yes, when we finally saw the show, when you said the part about you are God, the Mm -hmm. camera focused right on my friend's face, Mm. and then when you said you are love, the camera focused on me. Really? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, we both totally (laughs) flipped out, and I called her up, but I was scared, like, I hope you're not upset. She goes, no, I guess I just, I needed to, I needed to hear that, but it was yeah. My feeling about all the people who have a problem with that, as I always say, well, if, if God, if Jesus didn't want us to believe that we were gods, why did he say it? You know, why did he say yeah. it, you are gods? Why in Psalms 82 does it say you are all gods? Why, why is it all over the New Testament? Why don't we really, you know, God is love, you know, We're, we are all that. I think we have to go, dear. I think I'm, I'm hearing in the background. We, um, yeah, we've got about 55 thank seconds. You. Oh, okay, yeah, okay go ahead. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> the long story is, uh, sure enough, I made the shift when I was 19 years old and decided to be an artist, and I held fast, and I'm 48 now, and it's been this up-and-down experience of feast and famine, and mm-hmm. I haven't been able to maintain just a basic survival, and I'm now in this small town that I came to do a big project for what amounted to a stipend um, to to bring public art to a community, and now I'm in the situation where I have a, a landlord in my living room every every other day going, where's the rent? Because I'm destitute, and I'm trying to figure out what is the key. Oh, my, my goodness, we're going to have to address that next week. But um, m- meantime, keep your focus on your artwork and uh, the universe. Find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.